0: Black Triangle UFOs. That's correct. Black Triangle UFOs. Now, this article is dated June 22, 2020. It comes to us from History.com. And I happened to come across this on the Drudge Report, so I'm assuming maybe the History Channel is going to be doing another show on this or something. The article is by Greg Doughtery and Missy Sullivan. And it says uh, the title, Huge, Hovering, and Silent... The Mystery of Black Triangle UFOs. Some speculate they are super-secret U.S. spycraft. Others question whether they might be from elsewhere, conducting some kind of surveillance. And this says, uh, Within the larger mystery of the UFO phenomenon <clears throat> is another still-unsolved puzzle. Why do so many reports involve strange, triangular-shaped craft, often described as dark and color, virtually noiseless, and the size of a football field or larger? What exactly are they, and why are so many witnesses hovering or moving slowly and methodically with no visible contrails? I would just interject here that a lot of people have seen these things uh, on a smaller level, maybe maybe two, three, four times uh, the size of a normal uh, fighter plane, and I've talked about in the podcast before how a friend and I were coming home one night from the casino on a... Rather deserted stretch of highway and happened to see one of these things flying at a very slow speed. Not a seriously high altitude and actually pulled over and watched the thing fly over the car and make a right angle turn. And you could clearly see the uh, outline of it and uh, no blinking lights like a normal aircraft would have. But what I would notice, and I've seen these things a few times, and this has been maybe four or five years ago, and they seemed to, there seemed to be a while there when you would just see them pretty regularly. What you would see uh, back were, and I don't know if this was some kind of an exhaust or what, but it was like almost a gold light that would come on, and it would stay on for a while, and then it would go off, and then it might come on again. So, so to my mind, these things were probably some sort of top-secret airplane. I'm not sure. They definitely did not make a noise, or at least you couldn't hear it. And um, the speed varied, but sometimes the speed was just way too slow for a plane that size to be staying in the air. And the turns they made uh, were not possible with normal aircraft. Now, that's been my personal experience and the experience I've read of many other people. So they aren't always these giant uh, football-sized or larger uh, uh, triangle-shaped craft like, uh, like, of course, was seen with the Phoenix Light. Now, just to continue here, the article, it says, In the years after the U.S. Air Force coined the term Unidentified Flying Object in 1952, reports have referred to UFOs generically as flying saucers, but witnesses then and since have described a wide array of shapes saucers or two saucers put together, eggs, hats, cigars, boomerangs, light bulbs, even even Tic Tac candies. Among the most commonly reported shapes were V-shaped Arrowhead-like or triangular, David Merler, UFO researcher and author of *Triangle UFOs: An Estimate of the Situation*, says he has reviewed more than seventeen thousand case files involving unidentified triangular craft, sometimes called black triangles. Whether the sightings represent advanced U.S. spy craft, as some speculate, or something of unknown origin, their purposes their purpose remains mysterious. Given their consistent hovering behavior, Marler says they might be engaged in surveillance of some nature or scanning or analyzing the topography. goes on, he says, there have been many instances in which these vehicles have been observed over bases operated by the Strategic Air Command, says Chris Millen, former Director Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence during the Clinton and George W. Bush administrations. I just want to point out something here. I'm not... I don't know this guy personally, but I notice, I just, I'm just i happening to notice here, that this individual, Chris Mellon, is described as former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence during the Clinton and George W. Bush administrations. And I'm just seeing more and more of this all the time, where these uh, news articles are citing former high-level defense personnel, what some people might call deep state employees, as experts. Now, I'm not trying to be disparaging in any way, but the trend here is a little bit concerning to me, personally, because you don't get in those jobs unless you're thinking a certain way. You don't pass those security background checks unless you're the kind of person that they want in those jobs, so I'm a little, I'm a little concerned when I see these authors, especially for big operations like the History Channel, start to uh, regularly quote former defense, former high-level defense people. Okay, but they're leaving out the old-time experts like we used to, like we used to depend on for opinion and advice. Now it says here. There have been many instances in which these vehicles have been observed over bases operated by the Strategic Air Command, says Chris Mellon, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence during the Clinton and George W. Bush administrations, those whose career has focused on unconventional threats to American security. Mellon is now an integral part of the investigative team featured on History's "Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation." Goes on, it says. Uh, an internal phenomena. In the 1950s, 60s and 70s, triangular UFO reports hailed from across the US and beyond. During the 1960s at the height of, of the Cold War, UFO fever, mysterious flying triangles were reported over Connecticut, Georgia, Pennsylvania and Texas as well as London, Madrid and Czechoslovakia. In 1969, two National Guard pilots trailed a triangular shaped object 50 feet in diameter, for 20 minutes over San Juan, Puerto Rico, until they ran low on fuel and had to return to their base. Many of these incidents could be attributed by officials to atmospheric conditions, weather balloons, or everyday sources, but some remain unexplained. Now, did you catch that right there? They have made a generalized, qualitative statement that they can't prove. They just threw a big bucket of cow manure Right on top of the, right on right on top of this thing, and it's so annoying. They gotta, they gotta throw, they gotta throw the weeds in the garden, man. They just can't leave. They just can't leave it alone. Why couldn't they just tell us what was reported? No, we've got to get the garbage in. Many of these incidents would be attributed would be attributed by officials to atmospheric conditions, weather balloons, or everyday sources. Attributed to officials. See what they're doing. That's called an appeal to authority. In other words, you are a dumb little kid. Shut up. You're not allowed to think for yourself. We're going to let the deep state mommy and daddy tell you what to think. I don't need the deep state mommy and daddy to tell me what to think. I don't need you to lie to me and tell me that when somebody sees a black triangle flying 2,000 feet overhead, that it could be a freaking weather balloon. All right? Just take the report and shut the heck up about the rest. But we can never get through one of these History.com articles unless they throw in some trash to muddy the water. I'm sorry I'm getting upset here, but it's the same thing every single time. I'll give them credit, though. They put some cool pictures on the article. And when they do the documentary, they do get some truth out there. And because it's done in a very slick way... Even with all the typical overacting, even with the debunker who annoys you to pieces, they still get some truth out, and that brings a lot of people into the UFO uh, phenomena, investigative culture. So, yes, they are opening things up for people to see, but always remember when they present these things that they are presenting their narrative, their paradigm. They always want to put enough I guess they want to create plausible deniability. They don't want to be accused of telling the truth full on. They always want to leave a back door open to say, well, I know that they were, you know, trained pilots, but it could have been a weather phenomenon. Well, it could have been a lot of things, but it wasn't. It was a giant black triangle. Now, explain that. Now, the article goes on and says, between 1983 and 1986, a notable rash of mass sightings occurred in New York's Hudson Valley, some 50 miles north of New York City. One witness, Kevin Sorvila, a retired lieutenant from the Yorktown Police Department, described a huge silent craft 100 yards from wingtip to wingtip, hovering low, which banked and made a 45-degree turn before abruptly speeding off. Sorvila said he called Stewart Air Force Base in nearby Newburgh, to determine whether one of their C-5 transport planes, then the world's largest and heaviest aircraft, had been in the skies that night. None had. Later that year, a hulking triangular UFO hovering over a stretch of New York's Taconic Parkway prompted a huge traffic pileup as scores of motorists stopped to get a better look. Similar incidents continued in the region for several years. Well, I'm sure that those two or three or four or five hundred people who pulled over to the side of the road to watch that giant black triangle UFO were all mistaken. Were all mistaken. I'm sure it was nothing more than a weather balloon. It goes on and says, exceeded the limits of conventional aviation. Now, I can tell you just a couple that I have seen absolutely exceed the limits of conventional aviation. I've seen a few of them, probably four or five. Most of the time, uh, hard to hard to describe how big they are because it's hard to determine how high up they were late at night. But they traveled at very fast speeds. Like I said, no blinking lights on the edges of the wings, and you could tell just from this gold light in the back of the thing that the propulsion system was not anything that we're using. And then the last one I saw with my friend, I can, I can assure you, nothing that big can travel that slow with our technology. Now, it wasn't the size of a football field or anything like that. I really think that some of these probably are top secret uh, program aircraft and some are probably some type of off-planet aircraft, whether that's interdimensional, whether that's uh, extraterrestrial, whatever. Maybe it's something that we've gotten that we back-engineered, or maybe it's something that we've gotten that they gave to us. Hard to say, but they're there. They're real, and if you've ever seen one, you'll know that it's not a weather phenomena or a weather balloon. Now, it says here, many witnesses describe what they perceive to be the craft's extraordinary abilities. One evening in late November 1989, two police officers on patrol in Eupen, Belgium, not far from the German border, spotted an odd triangular object overhead and in the ensuing days, hundreds of Belgians reported similar UFOs. Described in news reports as triangular object with a bright red center light or as a flying platform with three huge searchlights. In March 1990, the Belgian Air Force sent up two F-16 fighter jets to get a closer look at one triangle that had been spotted on radar. Their onboard computers recorded the object's remarkable maneuverability and its ability to accelerate from 1000 kilometers, about 620 miles per hour, to 1800 kilometers or about 1200, uh, excuse me, 1120 miles per hour. Within seconds, what the computers registered exceeded the limits of conventional aviation, a Belgium Air Force colonel told reporters. Well, obviously, a weather balloon is not going to accelerate from 600 miles an hour to 11 or 1200 miles per hour. It says in March 1997, Phoenix, Arizona became a UFO hotspot when some 30,000 local residents saw something strange in the skies. Some reports said the mysterious object was V-shaped, but many described it as triangular. It was in a triangle shape, and it had three lights. It was moving very slowly, and an 11-year-old Cub Scout was quoted as saying, A retired airline pilot described it as the size of 25 airliners, and it, <clears throat> and it didn't make a sound. Others described it as the size of three football fields. And, and I want to look back for just a second, and don't forget how the governor of Arizona at that time came out with uh, an actor dressed in an alien suit, or maybe he had the alien suit on, I don't remember, and made a big joke about it. I think his name was Fife Symington. And then later on came out and said, well, I had to do that because uh, we had to calm people down. What a load of nonsense. But they knew that 30,000 people saw these things, and they could not afford an awakening. Because just maybe if enough people became consciously aware of these things, they would start to question the authority of, of the deep state. And that is about the last thing that the government wants to have happen. It goes on and says, In 2000, police officers from neighboring municipalities in southern Illinois were called to investigate a trucker's report of a massive arrowhead-shaped craft hovering low in the sky, two stories high, and as long as a football field. Dispatch tapes reveal the shock and awe expressed by the different law enforcement teams who were all in radio contact with each other. The National UFO Reporting Center, which catalogs more than 8,100 sightings of triangle-shaped UFOs in the early 1960s, lists more than 200 in the first half of 2020. They aren't going anywhere. They're around in 1960, and they're around in 2020. 200 reports. And you got to know, if there's 200 reports, there's got to be 2,000 sightings. Maybe 20,000. Because how many people have seen these things and not bothered to report it? I can raise my hand and tell you. It goes on, it says The truth behind the triangles. Get ready for the debunking. I can feel it coming on here, kids. Many of these sightings have been investigated repeatedly by UFO sleuths. The Belgium triangles have been explained away as stars, planets, balloons, or blimps with a bit of mass hallucination thrown in. That is absolute crap. That is 100 absolute crap and the person that wrote this should be ashamed to call themselves a journalist. I'm sorry. That's just garbage to put that out there. That is absolutely not the case. You had thousands of people in Belgium that saw these things. You ha- they appeared on radar for crying out loud. Okay? So to just go out there and just throw that garbage in this article. Really, it's it's not even ethical when you get right down to I'm sorry. Why do you have to why do you have to do this? And, and why not just tell the truth and let it be out there? Secondly, it goes on and says, The lights over Phoenix were dismissed as flares dropped during an Air National Guard exercise, although that theory has many skeptics. Well anybody with a pair of eyes and a functioning brain can realize the difference between a triangular-shaped UFO the size of multiple football fields, and flares dropped by the Air Force or the Army. Okay? There's zero, zero trouble mistaking, mistaking the two things. It says, <clears throat> The lights over Phoenix were dismissed as flares dropping during an Air National Guard exercise, although that theory has many skeptics. Some say the New York sightings were a hoax, Perpetrated by local stunt pilots flying in formation. Yeah, that sounds pretty believable. Yeah, uh, four or five guys got into airplanes and uh, pretended to be a giant, a giant black UFO. I I could see where you would where you could mistake the Blues Angels say for being a football-sized black triangle-shaped UFO. Now, when I read through these articles, I want you to understand you can pick some truth out of them, but this is the fake news. So when they're telling you about uh, the COVID scamdemic, how we're all going to die from the COVID, just stop for five seconds and think about how these people can't help themselves but to interject a half a dozen lies into any article. All they had to do with this article is say, well, some people said they saw this. Boom. And the rest is speculation. But you are going to be hard-pressed to ever find an article in the mainstream news media that reports a UFO encounter, sighting, whatever. I don't care how much evidence is piled up. They could land it on the White House lawn. You're not going to get the truth from these guys because they're so afraid to admit that this phenomena exists. Or maybe they're being paid to just cover it up. Either way, when you listen to the news, don't just listen to the news. Listen to the lies that are weaved in between the lines of the news. It's really tough to get this, to get the straight story on this stuff. So when you read it, you have to read it actively. And I would extend this to anything that you read in the news. When you read something in the news or you hear something reported on TV or the radio or whatever, or my podcast, I don't care, listen to it ingest it, take it in actively. Question it. Be an adult about this stuff. The fact is, there have been thousands of sightings of these triangle-shaped UFOs, small to large. If you sit outside long enough, you'll probably see one for yourself. And don't kid yourself, it's not a weather balloon. Now, I've got another article posted here at the website, Twitter, UFO Warning, you can get there by going to at warning Warning sub-UFO go ahead, do the follow back on it if you really like the show, you can become a sponsor, that helps take a look at the articles Black Triangle UFOs, fascinating subject until next time, this is UFO Warning over and out